like a nigga never had shit Pocket full of cash, bitch, I'm rich Cause I'm a savage Treat a bad bitch like she average All up in the face with a bad bitch See a new chick, try to bag it Cause I'm a savage I was born with a rusty spoon Now I'm a tycoon I've been drinking all afternoon Ain't finna stop no time soon Bad bitches matter She want me to scoop her up like a spatula She wanna get attached like an adapter She think I'm a trash compactor She want me to smash her I'm a savage about my cabbage All my life I've been managed Established practice with our preacher Barbarian, I'm a beast Know how to maneuver in these streets How to wiggle, get to the gouda Straight shooter, I'm super solid From the rooter to the tutor California, do you? Don't let the palm trees fool you They play with street instruments And they'll bring the noise like a tuba Pushing a many line Trap with a planet Heart made of granite Attacks a bitch like a W9 Bitch, I'm a savage Yo, 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 what up everybody, what up, what up, what up, welcome, 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 welcome to the Hood Loves Me Podcast I'm your gracious host, Mitchell Brown Thank y'all for being here and listening to us on this podcast, on this, on this, uh, whatever day you listen to this, man You know, we, we late, I'ma just be real, we late and uh, I'm gonna tell you a sad story, and then hopefully I can I can tell you the funny story after that, right? Um, but we late. We got some weather in this part of the world recently, and um, um, I took that time to uh, uh, well, nah, I didn't really take the weather time to like do it, but very very recently, my grandmama uh, got her leg cut off, y'all. They amputated my grandmama's leg. I know it's fucked up. It's sad. She's okay. Thank you for your concern. She's okay. Um, but you know, life, shit like that going on, kind of took away attention from the podcast, right? But we here, and we got some great things to talk about. And um, I mean, I don't even know where to start. If we should talk about some of the some of the hilarious things that have been happening. Yo, basketball is, is back. Basketball. But, we, but pause for one second. I want to talk about um, something that's near and dear to me. And that was the two short E40 versus battle. Right. I think last time we spoke, it was the Ashanti, like Keisha Cole. And Ashanti, uh, uh, she got hit with the COVID. And if they would have just waited like a week, two weeks, her, her superpowers would have kicked in. And then we would have been able to have the battle. But um, we had 40. We had short. And, and I appreciated this because it was um, kind of an ode, right, to the Bay. And I... Some of y'all that have been listening to this podcast for a while, by the way, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, subscribe, rate, and comment. Um, we're on hella platforms. Um, lost my train of thought, man, trying to get that. I don't know. I, don't, I, I need somebody here to kind of, you know, keep, keep me together. But anyway, um, I don't know if y'all know anybody or, or are familiar with the culture that is Bay Area, California. Um, but it is truly unique and truly magical. And this is no bullshit. You will meet people from the Bay Area in California that are unlike any people you will meet anywhere else. 
right? I don't think that they, I mean, with the exception of maybe New Orleans, I don't think that there's a more unique place than Oakland, right? Mm, mm, mm. So, like, Baltimore is very unique, um, but aesthetically, the neighborhoods in Baltimore look a lot like the neighborhoods in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? So, like, even though, you know, the style of Baltimore, or at least what the style of Baltimore was when I was living in Baltimore back in the early 2000s, early to mid-2000s, um, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the most unique cities that I've been privy to were New Orleans, uh, Oakland, and motherfucking Baltimore. Um, but Oakland is unique in, it ain't just black people, right? And, and you know what, maybe not Oakland, but like the Bay, like it ain't just black people. It's like, they got some crazy ass Filipinos that's out there. Right. They got some. Um, I mean, man, they not uh, they not Samoan, but like some kind of uh, Pacific Islanders out there. I mean, big ass. I mean, these dudes be big as fuck. Um, Tongans, Tongans. They got they got they got Tongans out there. That's you know, what I'm saying and like the white people. They're not like your um, normal, uh, for lack of a better word, normal. Right. California white people. You feel what I'm saying? What I mean is, is like much like the part of the world where I am, right? And 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 like the Northeast, uh, people automatically assume people that aren't from here automatically assume that like this is like this uh, fucking liberal utopia, and and everybody accepts everybody, and everybody gets along, and everybody, you know, just whatever. And that ain't it. Like, it's a melting pot. Yeah, but, like, we don't really fuck with a lot of people here, right? Like, like we were raised to kind of, like, mind our business, stay to yourself, worry about you, don't talk to strangers. You know what I'm saying? Other parts of the country, you're a lot more friendly. I'll, I will come right out and, and admit that. Where I live in, in Jersey and New York and all that, like, don't come over here thinking... You're going to make friends and shit. You, you're not. It's real, right? Um, but the vibe I got in Oakland wasn't that. It was like, yo, what's fine? Yo, what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, just, just as long as you write. Don't, don't, don't come through on no bullshit because they will expose you. Um, but much like how. Atlanta had it with Jeezy and Gucci for the right or wrong reasons, however you want to look at it. Um, it was good that the Bay Area, right, not Cali, because just like how them Baltimore niggas get thoroughly offended if you compare them to catch them DC. Don't tell somebody from the Bay that, you know, they just like so and so from L.A. or something like because they don't that that ain't that ain't the wave. Um, but it's few characteristics that people from Oakland have that like you ain't really going to get too many places else. Right. So 
Um, I am a, a, a fan of, of E-40. I love E-40's music. I, I, I love the creativity of E-40. And some of y'all might know my perspectives or, or my taste as it pertains to music. And it kind of bothers me that there's a lot of people that disrespect 40 the way I disrespect 40. Um, I learned about E-40 94, 93, 94, I think. And I mean, it's yo, it's t- like 2020. So, so I mean, this was this was like 26 years ago when I learned about the dude. Um, and I mean, like you know, like two shorts career expands into the 80s. These cats are true are, are true pioneers. These cats are true legends. Like I remember listening to interviews on you know the Combat Jack show, R.I.P. Combat Jack. You know. Um, and they would interview some of the you know biggest names of hip hop, biggest names of rap from the late '80s, right? You know, what I'm saying your Curtis Blows and and like I would hear interviews with these cats and and, and I I want to say it was L Cool J, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But um, they would talk about some of the independent artists from the Bay. You know, your Two Shorts, right? Your um, Spice One. Um, even though I, I don't think like Spice One's from the Bay, but you know what I mean? Cats from the West. And then they would talk about, uh, um, you know, like Luke Skywalker from Miami. And, and you know, these these guys that, that was doing it independent. And like E-40 told this tale about how he was selling records out of his trunk, literally. And how the money that they was receiving was not was was far greater than what some of the bigger names in rap may have been receiving. But they was signed to label deals. So like, you know, what I'm saying like, oh, Cool J might get and I'm, I'm only using him for an example because I don't remember who, who the interview was exactly. But oh, Cool J might get 10 grand for headlining a show. Um, You know, what I'm saying Luke Skywalker, too short. Somebody might open up for him. But they will walk away with more money because. All of the T-shirts that was being sold with Too shorts face on it was going in Too shorts pocket. All of the posters that was being sold with two shorts face on it was going into two shorts pocket. So these cats was up on the merch game before, you know, it was even considered the merch game. You feel what I'm saying? Whereas though other artists here on DMCs, you know, Cool J's, they wasn't getting that money. The label was getting that money. You feel what I'm saying? So it was a whole lot of game that people could soak up that way, as well as the fact that all of the contributions. I mean, Too Short did a whole set of his music. Where he's, I mean, yo, he, he he got this one song where where the title of the song is literally "Call Her a Bitch." It's the title of the song, "Call Her a Bitch," and it's and it's it, you know what I'm saying. And, and I mean, talk about someone that's uncancelable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uncancelable. Right. Not that I. And I mean, I, I, I think a whole lot of that old school short shit is so funky. So funky. And and it always amazed me growing up when I was a little done, when I was a young boy. How different. 
Cat's street music was. You feel what I'm saying? And that's something that I don't think that young people in this generation, in this era, could take advantage of. Right? Like the differences of the hoods where now every hood's pretty much the same. Cats dress the same. Cats use the same lingo. Cats listen to the same shit. Where like, you know, if it felt good. You go down. See your people down south. And they putting you on the eight ball and MJG. And you're like, who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? But next thing you know, you you back in the hood bumping space age pimping. Like, damn. So here is my funny story, right? I went to Morgan State University. Shout out to Morgan State. Morgan State allowed me the opportunity to meet some very wonderful people from the Bay Area. We're still friends to this day. Punkin' what up? And this was uh, my freshman year, sophomore year, right? And and this goes to 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 this is this is what really turned me on or turned me out, however you want to say it. To the Bay, right? This was this was this was my first experience with um women from the bay area my second encounter with women from california right um so i may be i think i'm 18 19 right i think we just i i think i was 19 i think we just moved off campus me and my boy riley riley what up and um you know, it was a black school. People at black schools, they paperwork be getting lost. They be trying to, you know what I'm saying? They 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 try to save on the administrative costs by hiring students and incompetent people to run uh, a very important part of a school, the financial aid program. So a lot of paperwork was lost. It was it was it was it was a lot of bullshit. Um I was fortunate enough to where as though I, I lived two hours from my university, right? quick trip down 95 boom we there um my cali homies wasn't quite so fortunate so while they was trying to get they shit straightened out you know what i mean for a brief period of time um they were basically homeless because the school lost the information didn't give them a dorm room didn't didn't have a shit set up whatever the case so you know me being the kind person that i am and these was my homies like, yo, man, y'all could crash here. You know what I'm saying? Why y'all get y'all shit straight? You feel what I'm saying? And I guess they viewed this as a time to uh, uh, have a family trip to the East Coast. Right? So they came with a gang of niggas. I mean, mommy, daddy, auntie, uncle, cousin, cousin, niece, step cousin, whatever the case. So so <laughs> um, it was one young lady and she was family, but she wasn't really family. Right? Like, you know what I mean? Like. Black people that listen to this, y'all know what I'm talking about. Motherfuckers that be family, but they not really family. Um, and they had told me about this young woman. How, oh yeah, like I think so-and-so would really like it out here. You know, I think that she'd be great for you, Mitch. And I'm like, oh, well, hey, I'm always open to meeting friendly people. Um, and boy, me and this young lady hit it off. They got to the house. We sitting there, we chilling, everybody hanging out. Um, I, I, I don't remember what... What we was drinking, we was drinking Henny. Probably some Henny drinking going on. I know my man Riley drank Henny. I ain't smoked weed at the time, but it was probably some weed smoking. Um, and this one young lady, she was like, "Yo, man, I'm I'm like getting kind of tired. 
you know, like, do you mind if I lay down? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. She was like, oh, where's your room? Because I'm going to lay down in your room. Hey, well, hey, well, go straight back there. Make a left. It's the, it's the bed with the leopard print sheets on it. It was a good weekend that weekend. Right? It was a really good weekend that weekend. Um, I liked this versus. I thought it was hella fun. I think it's great when we can see older acts in hip hop get drunk and let their hair down and have a good time. A la Jada, but Fab wasn't having a good time. But Jada was. And it was good to see two people having as good of a time as Jada was having. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out Oakland. Shout out the Bay. Let's keep talking about Oakland and the Bay for one second because NBA basketball is coming rapidly and the season ended five minutes ago. And I ain't watched none of the preseason games. I ain't watched no preseason games. I'll be real. I ain't listening to no music either. It was hella music that came. I ain't listening. I ain't listening to none of it. I just haven't had the time. To be real, I just have not had the time. Um, but Steph Curry looks good. On the inst- on the on this on the on the Twitter highlights I seen from like the Bleacher Report and like at NBA whatever, Steph Curry looks good, and I hope Steph Curry. I hope Steph goes nut. I and and I mean maybe we could kind of have a thing where like, like how like Vince Carter played for that summer when Vince grew his hair out, how he was a more ruthless Vince, right? Like Steph Curry with these little struggle braids, with these little Shamar Moore uh, diary of a mad black woman braids. Like Steph Curry, if if he gonna be balling like that, hey bro, keep them little struggle braids, Steph. And 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 take out all of that frustration that you know that 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 cats be giving your wife, cats be talking bad about you. Take 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 that frustration out. Keep your foot on their neck, Steph. I'm here for it, bro. I am here for it, right? And I'm not going to take too much time talking about basketball so much as I'm going to spend time talking about these characters in basketball, right? Like Kyrie Irving doing his best Marshawn Lynch impression. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm you know I'm just here so I don't get fined. It's going to be hella entertaining watching the Brooklyn Nets. Hella entertaining watching the Brooklyn Nets, man. I'm not a, I mean, I'm a, eh, no, and you know what? I'm not a fan of Kyrie Irving. I think Kyrie Irving's a good player. I think Kyrie Irving's a great player. I think he's the most overrated player in the NBA, though, but I think he's a great player. Um, and it's going to be intriguing to watch him go through his yearly fucking injury and why the Brooklyn Nets underperform. I'm 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 gonna love to hear how Kyrie spins this. Um, but yo, it's hilarious. Kyrie sitting here calling niggas pawns and all that. But I think that's hilarious, bro. That's funny. What's not funny is Paul George. Paul George is not funny. What I mean by that is Paul George got that contract extension, and that's cool. And I don't really talk. I I I try not to talk about people that I don't know personally. Especially in public on this podcast. But Paul George signs a contract extension. Paul George goes on a little media tour. And Paul George takes time to talk shit about his ex-girlfriend's father. And for those of you that don't know, Paul George used to date Doc Rivers' daughter. Um, Paul George had a a great night in South Florida one night. And um, 
that was basically the end of the relationship that Paul George had with Doc Rivers' daughter. You can do your Googles and find out what happened. Um, so any any anything is 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 soaked in the undercurrent of you, my ex-girl pops. You feel what I'm saying? And when when Paul George, who's supposed to be the superstar player, who signs the superstar extension, comes out and blames the coach for not making adjustments. Hey, bro, that's your job. You feel what I'm saying? You getting paid 200 million. You make the adjustment. Right. Like 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 if you're the player that you want us to believe you are. You make the adjustment. Right. Like it was a playoff game, um, a Boston Celtics playoff game. This was years ago. I think Rondo hurt his hand or his shoulder or his wrist or something, hurt his right hand. And he played the rest of the game left handed. I think he had a great game play. He probably didn't score too many points, but he had played a great, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Was able to do the job better than the backup playing left handed. Paul George is an incredible athlete. Paul George is an incredibly skilled basketball player. But Paul George needs to shut the fuck up about why it is that Paul George's teams don't win. Because the answer is Paul George. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't Doc Rivers' fault, bro. Like, Doc Rivers is a former fucking coach of the year with the Orlando Magic. Doc Rivers is an NBA champion. Doc Rivers is, I mean, for all intents and purposes, Doc Rivers may be the patriarch of the NBA in terms of a family sense. Paul George, you would nigga that got a stripper pregnant with a bomb ass hairline that can't get that don't perform well in, 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 in the playoffs. Nigga, you're the dude that we make fun of for giving yourself nicknames, bro. I love Charles Barkley for, for clowning Paul George and saying he called himself playoff P. That's like me calling myself championship Chuck. Can't do it, bro. Feel what I'm saying? Sidebar. Kyrie Irving was also right about COVID. Um, what next? Well, ah, Jim Crow Joe. My man, Jim Crow Joe. Listen, Jim Crow Joe. <laughs> this is the hashtag we try to tell y'all. You know what? This whole to- this whole topic on politics that that, that we're gonna do, and we're gonna do a, we're, we're gonna talk about politics without bringing up President Pussy Grabber. It's gonna be excellent. But all of these, um, what's the word? Assholes <laughs> that uh, uh, were you know, oh man, we gotta you know we gotta we're gonna get a chance and uh, all of the seat at, all of the seat at the table, motherfuckers. That are now taken to Twitter and complaining about uh, not being able to get a meeting with uh, Joe Biden. Duh. Like, (laughs) what? Like, duh. How how are we? uh, What did you what did y'all think was going to happen? Like what? What did y'all? What what did y'all think was gonna happen? Like, 
Well, yeah, like this, what it I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm truly curious as to. And I mean, listen, I might, I'm, a, I'm gonna sound like a pessimistic old man, right? But I have absolutely zero confidence in anybody in government. Period. I don't believe in the government in this country. I don't believe in the government in the state that I'm living in. I don't believe in the government in the town that I'm sitting in where I record this podcast currently. Okay. But absolutely not. Is Jim Crow Joe going to seriously take a meeting with people at the heads of the Black Lives Matter organization and take y'all seriously. All right. Um, A lot of people are going to be in for rude awakenings. Especially people from the LGBTQ community. What I mean is, if you guys Take some time and watch that Ronald Reagan documentary that's on Showtime. And you hear about how Ronald Reagan treated the AIDS pandemic. And you hear the language in which Ronald Reagan spoke about this pandemic. And we're talking maybe 35, 40 years ago. Right. Um, Take some time to go listen to some of the uh, comics and some of the music from that era. And you can see the the levels of of advancement that we have made as a society as it pertains to how we treat our gay and lesbian brothers and sisters and our, our trans brothers and sisters, right? We are so much better today than we would have ever imagined being 30 years ago. Right. Like like 30 years ago, if you tell if you tell your mama that. Hey, mama, it's 1990 now in 30 years, gay people are going to be able to get married all across this United States. She would she would call you a liar. Right. There was still. A lot of room left for black people. A lot of ground for us to make up. Even now with these superpowers. We've got these superpowers still going to be a whole lot of ground for us to make up. And y'all thought that a dude who was senator when Ronald Reagan was talking about, was saying all that crazy shit about how uh, uh, gay people have AIDS because that's God's way of punishing them for being gay. This is what the president of the United States said at at, at the time. These are not Mitchell Brown's words. okay? Um, That a dude that was the senator then who's president now was going to be like, yeah. Let's uh, 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 let's make some better choices. Right. I'm willing I'm willing to just go off a blind assumption and say at least 30 percent 
of our congressmen and women, of our senators, of our political leaders, um, people in the cabinet, people high up in our military. I'm at least at least 30 percent. In fact, if the over under is thirty nine and a half percent, I'll probably take. I might take the over. On the percentage of people in high in high governmental leadership positions were educated in segregated schools because we've only had desegregated schools. I mean, Brown first Board of Education when was that 1954. And then like George Wallace was was doing all that shit where, you, you know, over my what I, I think George Wallace tried to run for president in 1968. I mean, you feel what I'm saying? Y'all expecting this is what y'all expecting. Come on, man. Come on, man. Joe Biden is who we thought he was. Y'all mad because now he's not returning y'all calls because the election over. Bro, let's be real. Right. So they got the uh, uh, they got the second part of the stimulus. That's out. And. Man, <laughs> America's fucked. So. There's a difference between the Senate and the House, and this is not the time for a civics class, um, but the Senate passed the bill for uh, the second round of stimulus, right? The, the, the coronavirus relief or whatever, 900 billion. Um, and, you know, people that qualify are going to get six hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars extra for like unemployment. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how long that lasts. I don't know the details of that because I, I, I'm not. Um, I, I I don't qualify. Um, so I don't care. But y'all care, and y'all really shouldn't care. Y'all really shouldn't rely on these people. I mean, honestly, I know other I. I know there are graphs about what Japan did and what Canada did and what the Netherlands did and what France did and what Germany did and what New Zealand did and what, you know, other countries did. And that's great. But most countries, they ain't, ain't no relief, bitch. Ain't no, ain't, we not giving you money, bitch. Like, if you go to most countries, so, so 600 is insulting. It is a slap in the face. It's something. Right. I mean, it's 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 something. It's an insult. Yeah. But you could have got nothing. Quite frankly. And a large segment of the populace in this country feels like you should have got nothing. OK, so the stimulus is, is a sham and they're talking about this uh, 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 mutated version. Of. The coronavirus that's roaring through Europe. Ah, that ain't my problem either. I'm gonna be real. That ain't my problem. I can give a shit about this mutated version of Corona that's uh, killing off people in England. I don't give a fuck about. I mean, shout out to people in England that listen to the podcast. Um, you guys make up less than one percent of my listenership. So shout out to the three people in England that listen to the podcast. Um, but I don't give a shit about y'all. <laughs> Not to be I, I, more important things than what's going on in England. 
goddamn grandmother just lost her leg. You know what I'm saying? More important thing is what's going on in England. You know what I'm saying? Um, but this vaccine. I'm amazed at all of these politicians that were, you know, anti-maskers, anti-this, and we're not doing this, and you're infringing on our freedom, and America, blah, blah, blah. Who's lining up to take this vaccine? And I thought the vaccine was for, like, you know, frontline workers, people that needed this vaccine. That's what I thought. Not Marco Rubio. Right? Not Rafael Cruz. Ted Cruz's real name is Rafael, by the way. He just tries to hide the fact that he's Hispanic. So it's Ted. His name is Rafael Edward Cruz. I don't know where they got Ted from. Um... And I'm still waiting to see which vaccine Magic Johnson takes. I'm, 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 I follow Magic on Twitter. I'm waiting to see which one Magic gets because that's, that's, that's who I'm riding with. And uh, uh, the Moderna vaccine just got approved. So they're rolling that out. I seen Mike Pence getting his vaccine. And I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's incredible how it's, it, it's, it's incredible. It, it is. I mean, it's. What coronavirus did was, if there was any doubt, right? And again, me, I am somebody, I, I don't expect majority of people to have my views. My views are very militant, very pessimistic as, as, as it pertains to this government, right? Personal, my personal views. Um, for those of you that, believe in this country that have faith in this country right for 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 those of you that are genuine nice fair-minded open-minded people that believe in the stars and stripes coronavirus should have did away with all of that whether you i mean democrat republican fucking libertarian marxist socialist whatever like if you're an american and you're an adult and you have any belief or faith or positive feelings about this government. You can't still have those feelings today. You can't feel like your government cares about you today. Right? Like you can't still. I mean, we got AOC on her Twitter account and say whatever you want about AOC, but she's on Twitter talking about, yo, there's language in this bill in this 5,000 page bill that um, will make it a felony for illegal streaming. What <laughs> the fuck? What that got to do with coronavirus? You know what I'm saying? What, what, and that's what these <clears throat> that's what these politicians do. Just try to stuff shit in a bill because they know they, that they got to get it passed, that there's pressure on it for getting passed. And I mean, listen, if you're a 64-year-old senator, male or female, you ain't reading. You ain't reading no 5,000 pages. And not, I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, especially if you white. You ain't, man, I, listen, I don't think Joe Biden read shit in 19 years. 
These motherfuckers don't know what's in the bill. They're going to vote on it, though. And then, you know, in three years when, you know, we hear some story about some guy in Mississippi catching a, a, a 400 pound fucking catfish in this local creek. Why he couldn't keep it? Because it's going to be language in this bill. You feel what I'm saying? There was a story years, years ago about this dude that got uh, fined or maybe he got arrested or, or whatever. But he got in some kind of trouble because he was collecting rainwater off of his roof. And the government was like, nah, bro, you can't do that. He's like, what you, what you mean? I can't like, because that's common sense. Like, what do you mean? It rained on my roof. I'm collecting the water that rains on my roof that I pay tax. So, nah, bro, you can't do that. This is America. You know what I'm saying? Land of the free, home of the brave, but freedom ain't free. You feel me? Um, freedom is not free. Something else that is not free Nikes ain't free. <laughs> Nikes ain't free. And I seen something recently that uh, 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 I, I was I was compelled to come talk about this. Um, but there's not anything that's going on. I, I mean, whenever there's big talk in Washington or wherever about. Uh, Something like now where where there's a lot of talk about vaccine, a lot of talk about uh, uh, fuck stimulus and all of that. I think about what they're not like, you know, the the stuff that they usually need to worry about that they're not worried about. Right. So. This is from. um, um, Fox dot com by uh, Ellie Bufkin. From the Sinclair Broadcast Group. Do with that what you like. Um, uh, Coca-Cola, Nike, Apple, and other major international corporations have reportedly tried to weaken a congressional effort to stop the forced labor of Muslim of the Muslim minority Uyghurs in China. The New York Times reported that congressional staff and others familiar with the with the matter said that. The, said the companies have spent large sums of money to lobby against certain aspects of the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act, citing concerns over supply chain interruption. So the language in this article is saying that Nike, Coca-Cola, Apple, it didn't name the other quote unquote major international corporations, but but these three um, are pretty much funding religious based slavery in China. Motherfuckers better just do it. You feel me? Uh, The Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act, sponsored by uh, Representative James McGovern, a Democrat out of Massachusetts, garnered bipartisan support and was passed by the House of Representatives. The House of Representatives is Congress. The other people are the Senate. Um, Was passed by the House of Representatives, 406 positive, three negative in September. The bill outlined reports of humanitarian atrocities in the oh, some region in China I can't pronounce where the communist nation is accused of forcing Uyghur men and women and children into forced labor. Forced labor exists within the Xinjiang Uyghur autonomous regions systems of mass internment camps and throughout the region and is confirmed by the testimony of former camp detainees, satellite imagery and official leaked documents from the government of the People's Republic of China as part of a targeted campaign 
of repression of Muslim ethnic minorities, the bill said. If the bill becomes law, if now, now I'm a, I'm gonna stop right there. So we had the president get into a pretty ver- uh, public spat with China. Trade war. It was all types of um, tariffs, all of that stuff. Right. Trade packs have been formed from other countries in the world, excluding the United States and, and all of that. Nothing about this. Right. Nothing about this. You know what I'm saying? When um, Daryl Morey was was saying, you know, hashtag free Hong Kong, he wasn't talking about this. He wasn't talking about the, the, the Muslim Uyghurs in China. And. Listen, this is fucked up. It's fucked up. This is this is this is not how you're supposed to treat people. Um, I say that while I'm wearing Nikes. Recording on my Apple devices. It's fucked up. But what we really going to do about it. You know what I'm saying? Currently, there's up to one one and a half million Uyghurs are estimated to be in detained and CCP Re-education camps called vocational and educational training centers established by current general secretary of CCP, Xi Jinping. Uh, CCP officials in Beijing have maintained that the camps are meant to end separatism and prevent terror and extremism. Oof. Oof. This is this is just this is this is foul. In the I mean, in the greatest I, I can't even I mean, this is just. Foul. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, 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 according to the disclosure documents, Apple paid ninety thousand dollars to lobbying firm Fierce Government Relations to represent its interests in Xinjiang's related legislation, as well as payments to several other firms for Uyghur-related congressional issues. Apple denied accusations that it attempted to dilute the strict implications of the Uyghur Forced Labor Protection Act. Okay. But documents uh, reported to have been seen by the New York Times revealed that Apple sought several changes to the bill, including compliance deadline extensions and disclosure of certain information about supply chains to go only to congressional committees rather than the general public as outlined in the bill. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Can we get some other companies? Here we go. The Bipartisan Congressional Executive Commission on China released a report early in 2020 that also tied Calvin Klein, the Campbell Soup Company, Costco. H&M, Adidas, Tommy Hilfiger, and Patagonia to slave labor factories. H&M, a Swedish clothing giant, severed ties to the region in September. Good for the Swedes. Um, despite heavy lobbying, blah, 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 Global Communication Director for Nike, Greg Rosetter, denied allegations at the company. All right, so, okay, so, in all fairness, um, Global Communications Director for Nike, Greg Rosetter, denied allegations that the company was lobbying against the bill, but told the New York Times they were involved in constructive discussions with some congressional staff. Um, yeah, listen, this is, uh, this is genocide. This is, um, this is slavery. This is, uh, capitalism. I mean, listen, I, I, 
all right, I, I, I'm going to just go out there and say it. If I'm spending $200 for a pair of Nikes that I bought eight years ago, they better be made at, with like greater quality. You feel what I'm saying? I got two pair of True Blue uh, like Retro 3s. And one pair is considerably made better than the other. I mean, at least when we were slaves, shit was pumping. Shit was humming. You feel what I'm saying? Like, what's up, yo? We can't get no... We can't get no Nikes made with better quality. We can't get no Nikes at a better price. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not paying $110 for no Nike tech. I'm not doing that. Come on. Come on. I'm not doing that. Not if you got some Muslim girl making them for free. Nike? <laughs> Give me a break. Give me a break. Speaking of breaks, man, Mark Zuckerberg use a break. Mark Zuckerberg could use a break. If if you guys don't know, this is um there there is a uh, uh, antitrust lawsuit. Two of them, one one on Facebook, one for Google. Um, and I mean, talk about emails, right? Um, all right, let's 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 go with this one first. This one is a. Uh, Oh, this one was written today. Check that out. All right, let me get out and get you out of here. Add this was written by Rebecca Hall Allensworth. Um, let's see. Blah 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 blah. It's better to buy than to compete. Um, very disruptive. Okay. An antitrust professor praying for. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Basically, listen. I'm not. I'm. I'm not going to go through this. And I should have did this before I uh, started recording, but. Supposedly, the government feels like Facebook and Google are too big to operate. I don't know why they don't feel the same way about Amazon. But maybe we can shed some light about that uh, in a little bit. Right. Basing a monopolization case on a CEO's own explanations of his conduct may seem like a straightforward strategy. So basically, there was an email, Mark Zuckerberg's email. Um, where uh, he he wrote, quote, it is better to buy than compete. He allegedly wrote an email in 2008, um, four years later, after Facebook purchased what he called a very disruptive photo sharing app. He celebrated by explaining to a colleague in another email, Instagram was our threat. One thing about startups, though, is you can often acquire them. Now, listen. What email server was this on? And if I start a company and... If I'm corresponding with people that work in my company through emails on our company server, I'd be damned if you think you can hold that against me in some lawsuit that the federal government has against me. I'd be damned. I'd be damned. It ain't. Listen, this ain't this is this ain't like you. Uh, 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 hitting reply all um, to the email between you and your work husband and y'all talk about the nasty tryst y'all had last week when y'all went skiing. This ain't, uh, I, I'm not talking about that. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 but if I have a, a, a strategy team 
and we're talking about, you know, how to expand our company and how to expand our business. And I say it's better to buy than to compete. You know, if I say, oh, man, like, fuck, you know, what I'm saying like Instagram was a threat, bro. I'm glad we were able to acquire them. That's business, man. I mean, like, if that's the case, why can. Why can Coke have Sprite? You know what I'm saying? Like, why why can Coke have all of the beverages that Coke has? Right now, now this is a tactic that has worked against Microsoft before. Okay, um, and word around the campfire is this case against Facebook bears similarities to the Microsoft case in 2001 that found a software company liable for monopolization. Uh, the FTC will have to prove that fa- that Facebook, like Microsoft, acquired its market share in the social media market by excluding rivals, not by merely making a great product. And in both cases, um, internal statements by executives did play a big role. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, mm, you know, in 1995, the government pr- pr- produced a memo in which Microsoft founder Bill Gates identified Netscape as a new competitor born on the Internet. A few years later, another executive allegedly said, we are going to cut off Net- Netscape's air supply. Well, Microsoft proceeded to do so by impeding Netscape's access to window users. Statements, state, statements like these made it hard for the company to argue that it, its conduct was, wasn't not predatory. And Microsoft lost the case. <clears throat> I mean, mm. listen, is Facebook huge? Yeah, Facebook's huge. Is Facebook a monopoly? Yeah, Facebook is a monopoly. End. (laughs) End thread. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know how big is illegal like how big is how big can you grow your company before it's not legal to have the company i really don't know that i don't i don't i don't don't know i mean facebook is a huge company google is a huge company why are there lawsuits on facebook and google and not laws on apple Or, or lawsuits rather Right. So in this other article written by uh, Daisuke Wakabayashi um, out of Oakland, California. Right. And featured. Um, and this is a, this is a New York Times article featured as a woman named Dina Srin Um Dina Srinvasen's research into Google and Facebook is at the heart of a wave of antitrust lawsuits against big tech. Um, Three years ago, before she became an antitrust scholar whose work laid the blueprint for the new wave of of monopoly lawsuits against big tech, uh, Dina was a digital advertising executive bored with her job and worried about the bleak outlook for the industry. Listen, there's an article floating around um, that I seen 30 minutes before I started recording this about a woman that used to work at Google who was a former diversity director or whatever of Google. Um. The Federal Trade Commission suing Facebook, Department of Justice is suing Google and people that had these jobs as diversity managers or diversity leaders or diversity coordinators are upset 
What did you think was going to happen? I'm like, I'm again. Duh. Duh. You got an environment where a whole bunch of rich people whom before they got rich were. I guess at the bottom rung of our social totem pole. And now they're like, oh, man, how come we can't exclude people? How come we can't make unsensitive jokes about women? How come we can't make jokes about wetbacks and niggers? Like. <laughs> come on, man. Nah. Are we really surprised by this? Like, are we are, are, are we really surprised that. These giant multinational billions, I mean, hundreds of billions of dollar corporations, sometimes even trillion dollar corporations. Aren't nice people. Is that a surprise? Or is, I mean, it, it, is that is, is that what we are? And, and hey, listen, I'm not confident that anything's going to happen to this that's going to impact anybody. Right. There's, but there's three cases targeting Google, two cases, uh, suits rather, targeting, you know, Facebook. And we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't have anything. You know what I'm saying? Homie Daisuke wrote, wrote the article yesterday. I, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think much of anything is going to happen. Um, but it is important to follow what happens with these lawsuits. Especially how these lawsuits end. All right. Um, so hold me accountable uh, to that, that, that we follow what happens with these lawsuits um, because we have an update about what happened with Michael Jackson's lawsuit, where this, the estate of Michael Jackson um, sued for uh, the leaving, uh, leaving Neverland documentary or special or whatever. Right. Michael Jackson's son, Taj nephew, stopped by the hip hop. Un- where, where is this? Where, can I get a source for this? I can't really find a source for this yet, um, but that's OK. Oh, deadline. Here we go. So this is deadline. Let me let me let me see if this is right before I say some bullshit. Where we at? Not the Sopranos. Um... No, not that. Here we go. Michael Jackson's estate. Michael Jackson's estate. Here we go. Let me hit this link. Boom. All right. Dominique. Dominic, excuse me. Patton. Um, after a year, over a year after HBO lost in its first attempt to have a $100 million leaving Neverland lawsuit by the estate of Michael Jackson dismissed and not sent to arbitration. Oh, damn. Oh, fuck is Motherfucker burning shit down. Um, The Ninth Circuit U.S. Court, blah, blah, blah. blah. HBO does not dispute the existence of a valid agreement, including the RK, blah, 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 blah. Is that it? No, 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 no. Tell us what's going to happen. Do they pay or don't they pay? So I'm, I'm guessing that the family won. Yes, here we go. Michael, Michael Jackson's estate arbitration win over a hundred million 
and leaving Neverland Soup. Good for them. Good for them. I seen that Leaving Neverland documentary. I watched it and I'll tell you when I realized it was bullshit. I realized it was bullshit when they had that dude's mom talking about how Michael Jackson used to walk around their neighborhood and hang out with their son and how Michael Jackson used to do his laundry at their house. Michael Jackson ain't did no fucking laundry. You kidding me? Michael Jackson wearing the same socks twice. Beat it. Mike ain't doing no goddamn laundry. You kidding me? Every day, Michael Jackson woke up, looked at, looked at the man in the mirror and put on a crisp pair of socks and drawers. And don't let him have a PYT with him. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be sh- shit was going to be bad if Michael Jackson is doing his own laundry. You feel what I'm saying? If Michael Jackson is doing his own laundry, then shit, m- m- nigga, you just got hit by a smooth criminal. If, if fuck, you think that nigga, huh, fuck you talking about? And it don't really matter if you black or white. Really, Michael Jackson ain't really going to do his uh, laundry. Michael Jackson, this is Michael Jackson. You feel what I'm saying? This is Michael Jackson. Right. And and this is this is this is this is no shade. This is no offense to anybody. But if Dame Dash wasn't wearing the same underwear in 96. You think Michael Jackson? Come on, America. This is great. This is great for people that think it's okay to talk bad about motherfuckers, especially after they die. I don't think any of this is going to change, though, because people are still going to view Michael Jackson where they viewed Michael Jackson. God rest the dead. But this is great. I'm glad that they lost and I hope that they pay. But if HBO pays and they're just going to raise the rate on our bills and shit and we see what's happening there. Thanks for letting them create cable. You feel what I'm saying? Um... Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, man. We, you know what? Listen, we got two more. We got two more episodes coming before the end of the year. Um, yeah, so fuck it. So just be on the lookout for them, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll uh 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 be right back with y'all in a short time. No bullshit, because uh, I already got one in the tuck, and we're gonna do the year end joint probably next week, and um. We'll take it from there, man. So if this, this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, subscribe, rate, and comment, please. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. Thank y'all, and uh, I'll talk to y'all in a little bit. Y'all take it easy. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do, and please, please be careful with this fucking virus shit that's going out there. Motherfuckers out here wilding. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Um, have a Merry Christmas. A happy Chinooka. Yeet it!